everybody. Welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. We have a very special guest today. We have Piper Turgeon with Eco Chic Interiors. Hey, Piper. Okay, uh, so let's introduce yourself. Let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, okay, uh, I am Piper Turgeon. I am an interior designer. I have owned my own business for the last 10 years, but under this name, I have been in business with Eco Chic for four years. I believe I just celebrated my fourth anniversary recently. And it's going great. Um, before that, I kind of stayed at home and raised my kids and took care of my husband and my family and um, was called all the time by my friends to, oh, I'm going to be doing my living room over. Come help me do this. Let's go shopping and pick that out. And at one point it dawned on me, I really should be getting paid for this. I'm giving a lot of stuff away for free. You're good at something, never do it for free. Exactly, yeah. And I never thought it could be a business just because it was so fun. It's always been a pleasure to help people and beautify things, so I never thought anything of it. So I decided to um, go to school and learn about interior design and see if I really had a knack for it, and I do. And so I started the business. Um, been loving it ever since. It's very fun and interesting. I meet a ton of people. And I think what has made me so successful with what I do is that I can relate to just about any person. I can always find something in common with another person or something that will connect us. Maybe it's just that I can sit back and listen to them and understand and empathize with whatever their situation is. So I usually get a really good vibe from people and, and we get that good connection made and people want to work with me. And I think as an interior designer, we're all good at what we do, otherwise we wouldn't be able to stay in business. You know, so we all have that knack and that ability to beautify everything. But it's got to be a little more and it's got to be that personal connection you make with someone. Yeah. And you know, I've never talked down to anyone. I've never made anyone, regardless of budget size, feel like they couldn't afford me. So I, I have a pretty high closing ratio with my clients. I, in the last 10 years of business, I have only turned down one client because I didn't feel that you know, it was gonna work out for us. I didn't think I was the right person for what she needed done. And I've only had three people say no to me that they went with someone else. So I feel that that's pretty, that's a pretty high ratio. But I think I also concentrate a lot more on everyday regular people, kind of like how I am. You know, I am great for the people that really want to do something with their space. They don't know exactly what, they're not sure how to do it, how to go about it, where to start. But then they think, I could never afford to hire somebody. It would be way too much money. And certainly it is a cost. But if they can see the breakdown and they can see this is what they would pay me, and these are all the steps and all the things that we'll do and, and how the project's going to run and all the time that you'll be saved, they can see the value in it and know that within a month or two or three or whatever the project takes, it'll be done and it won't be half finished like their room had been before I got there. A lot of times I see that. So I make it as affordable as I can. I fit within the budget. If somebody has a budget that's not going to get the whole space done, 
then that's okay. We're gonna write down everything that you wanna have done and we're gonna prioritize. We're gonna say, this is what we need to start with right here. Let's get that done. When you wanna put some more money into it, give me a call and we'll work on the rest of it. And we'll take as long as you need to take to get it done. You know, as long as it's started and you're happy and things are moving the way you want them to, I can work with what your budget is. Um, so I don't, I don't turn anyone away based on the size of their project or how much money they have to invest. You know, I just want to do it for everybody. That's awesome. But make money. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the point of running a business. Right. You know, right. at the end of the day, you got to support your family. That's right. i got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> now, I remember uh, earlier we actually had this conversation with John. I believe, mm -hmm. and you kind of made a really good point that I think would be pretty well served in this. Uh, you're talking about they like it when you just, anything they want to do, they'll do it, but bringing you in kind of helps that process out. You want to go to that a little? Sure. So John Jones is a contractor, and him and I work a lot together on projects. He's my first go-to guy, and if he can't take on a project, I have my backups, but I go to John and we start working together. Well, when John does a project that I haven't brought him in on, he's hired just to do whatever it is. Let's say it's a kitchen remodel. He's hired just to do this kitchen remodel. And when it's getting done, the client may think, oh man, the kitchen is gonna look great, but now this room isn't gonna look so good, and maybe we should paint it, or I'm not crazy about that area rug now with the new kitchen. And so they're gonna ask John to do a little bit more. Maybe it's painting another room, or it's doing something else. And all of a sudden, the budget that they had originally set is now growing and growing, and they weren't expecting it. And you don't realize, oh, it's only an extra hundred, or it's only an extra thousand, and pretty soon now it's like five or ten thousand extra. So John doesn't care. He's not thinking about any other room in the house except for the one he was hired to do. But as a designer, my job is to look and say, okay, we're doing the kitchen. Now I know from personal experience, if all we're doing is changing, say your flooring and your cabinets and countertop and your backsplash and we're not painting the walls, you are not going to be happy because all of a sudden those walls are going to start to look old. You know, they're not going to look fresh and new like everything else. And sure, right now the way the kitchen is, they look good. But once you have some new stuff in, you're going to notice all the things that aren't brand new. So I'm always thinking down the road, how does this affect the big family room that's open right off of the kitchen? Are the items you have in there in the same style as the items you are now putting in your kitchen? Or should we take a look at that? So I'm always asking questions and my job is to make sure the whole flow of the home, or at least the floor that we're doing, is all gonna match and go well together so it's not disjointed, you know, walking into. I had one client say to me, I don't want it to look like I'm in Africa in this room and in Asia in this room. And I said, yeah, I agree. It all has to, you know, flow well. And so those are the things that a designer thinks about and the questions. So maybe you can say, we'll have a bigger budget and we'll include these, or at least the homeowner now has something in their head to say, all right, well, I know that down the road I'm going to want to do this, so let's start planning where the funds are going to come to do some new flooring or whatever it is that they're doing. So that's why um, having a designer early in the project, even if you think you already know exactly what it is and you have your contractor, 
and you're all set, you may not. You may find down the road that you really wished somebody had told you to look at this or to think about that. And that's not really what the contractor's job is for. I've seen that mistake a few times too because I've moved quite a bit in my life. So my wife, she's not, hopefully not watching this. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she, she's done that before where she's like, oh man, did you get this room nice and pretty and all of a sudden it's like, oh no, all the other rooms look really bad. <laughs> so I can definitely understand the, the need for that type of, you know, outside set of eyes to kind of help yeah. guide that process. Yes. Right. So I'm not totally familiar with, you know, uh, I guess you want to, not competition, but how tough the industry is, because I know realtors are super competitive, but so what's it like working in your industry? Well, um, interior design is probably as competitive as any other business as say realtors or mortgage people or anything like that. There's a lot of us in New Hampshire. We're spread out a little bit, but we will refer business to each other when we have to. In fact, a client that I received at the end of last year came from another interior designer who just couldn't take on another project. She had something big going on. These folks had called her and she said, well, I know of somebody else that you can try and, and see if she's got some availability. And they called me and it worked out. I was able to help them out. So I don't, I like to think that because we're in New Hampshire and we're such a small state, that there is more of a camaraderie between us. You know, it's not as cutthroat, I don't think. I think the atmosphere in this state isn't, isn't of that, that you might find in, say, New York City or LA or some of the bigger places. So we can work that way together. We all have our niches. You know, I, my business is called Eco Chic, and it's for a reason. I like to focus on purchasing things from the home that are going to last and be there for a long time and not things that we might find in a landfill in a year or two and you get tired of it. A lot of what I like to do is rummage through basements and attics and other rooms and see what I can find there to use in a different space and, and kind of work it that way. And I like to purchase from local businesses whenever I can. So I might go to the local furniture store instead of going to one of the chains of furniture stores. You know, I want to support the mom and pop shop as much as I can. So those are some of the little differences that I think I have over others. And probably the clientele, I, um, I'm not just a high end, you know, I'm not only up in Lake Winnipesaukee and only working on the homes that are a million dollar plus. I certainly do those homes. But that's not just what I do. So I have a little bit broader scope of things. But I haven't really run into a problem where there were so many of us that I was getting passed by because, you know, there were four others bidding on the job at the same time. Good. I used to sell cars and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about competition. Right. <laughs> so earlier we kind of touched on you've been in business for 10 years this one for four yeah uh, so today what's your most uh, what's your greatest accomplishment today I guess my greatest accomplishment yeah, greatest accomplishment some... most favorite job um, that one story that really stands out I had this client years ago when I um, had my business partner and she called I was on vacation, I was in Maryland, and I answered the phone and we chatted for over an hour. 
and she was just so animated and so excited and she said, I filled my shopping cart at Pottery Barn with all kinds of stuff for my living room and right before I hit submit to check out, I thought I should call someone and get some advice because she had done that before and got all this furniture that didn't quite fit in her room and regretted it. So she found us our website and she called and she said she called me because I looked really friendly and fun in our picture on the website. <laughs> so I should thank my photographer for that one. Uh, and we chatted and then we met with her and we were only going to do the living room. And we're talking and we're going through everything and she said, well, you know, I really, I really like something done with the dining room. And her kitchen was in a way that it made it really difficult to move through her kitchen to get from the slider where the grill and the deck was to the main part of the kitchen. You had to really walk all around. And, and we were talking about that and, and she said, yeah, I'm not crazy about that. So we decided we could do a different, little bit different footprint in the kitchen. And then there was one final room, which was probably more of the formal living room, the front room, that they didn't use. And it was just kind of catching junk. And I was having this conversation with her, and I said, well, I know you have a 12-year-old daughter. Do you guys have, does she have hobbies? Do you guys do anything? And they liked doing games, and her and her daughter were big into building puzzles. And I said, well, instead of using your dining room table where you can't have your dinner now for puzzles, why don't we do something with your front room? Why don't we make it like the game room? You don't use it anyway, and she loved it. So that was my favorite client because she was so agreeable to everything. She loved everything. She um, would call me at night and say, I just got home from work, and it was like an Easter egg hunt, going around the house to see what new stuff you put in there that I could find. She was just so appreciative and so happy for everything that was getting done that she she was just a joy to work with. I loved her. I don't think I've had a client I didn't like, but she was definitely one that stands out in my mind as fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, well, uh, we're getting pretty close to wrapping up the end of this. Um, so where can we find more about you? What social medias are you on? I have a Facebook page, Eco Chic Interiors. I have a website, ecochicint.com, and that's E-C-O, C-H-I-C-I-N-T.com. I do have a LinkedIn profile if there's business people that want to find me through there. Um, and I think that's pretty much where I'm at. I've just started writing a blog, which is just a lot of tips and tricks and things that people can know. And I do use a lot of homemade cleaning products and recipes for that that I put in the blog. So if people are looking for less toxic things, if they have pets or little kids running around the floor and they want to use something better to clean their floor, then a lot of chemicals, it's easy to make your own stuff. Okay, fantastic. Okay, and I'm going to link all that into the, uh, into the video so you'll be able to get hold of it. And uh, so yeah, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to Thank you so much for asking and, uh, me. Thank you. Okay, and that's another fantastic episode of the New Hampshire Business Show. Um, we'll put now at least one or two of these a week, so be sure to check in. And again, our goal is to kind of shine the light on businesses so that you as a customer or another business knows it's not just money. Like These are they're people that are running these organizations that have goals and dreams and um, 
you know, so that's the type of thing we're looking to draw out so you can see that. Because I'm passionate about that. <laughs> yes, you are. Okay. Thanks, guys.